ondas, primos y primas, and welcome back to my primos podcast. My name is Freddie, and tonight it's a solo show. I would say solo because I have a guest, but it's gonna be me. Echikume couldn't make it because he got Bispelo, remember? Don't watch two dogs stuck together because you'll get Bispelo, everybody. But he's learned that the hard way. But with me tonight, primos, is the return of a great friend, Mr. Hector Rodriguez, the creator of El Peso Hero. Say what's up, Hector. Hey, how's it going? No, thanks for having me, Freddie. Uh, un placer, course, always. Man. It's been a while. Right? It's been a while, man, but I think that you're either... I would say you have the most visits on their podcast than any other guests I've had on. So you still hold that title. <laughs> you still hold that belt. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I get the belt. Definitely. Right. <laughs> no, man, hey, you're here. I'm glad you're here. It's a long time coming. Uh, I hardly recognize you. You've like toned up, trying to be El Peso Hero. That's what we always oh, talk no, about. Oh, man, you know, just, you know, I, you know, I've been doing a five, six day split, you know, uh, with cardio and then, you know, tracking my macros and protein and that being a challenge and all that. But, hey, man, yeah. but you're looking good, man. Hey, credit where credit's due. You work hard for it, you're getting it, man. You know, I'm oh, uh, man. Thank you. You know, it's definitely, like, man. You're, 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 you're red carpet ready. You're comic con ready. We'll talk about all that <laughs> stuff here, but, um, primos, I want to thank you guys for listening. Of course, you can follow along with us at my primos podcast on all social media. And of course, any podcast services of your choice, make sure you follow Mr. Hector Rodriguez and all his social media. Hector, what's all your socials? I know you run a lot of them. Yeah, no, you can follow me at, uh, El Puzzle Hero with, uh, you know, same Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, if you want to get fancy. But <laughs> Oh, Peso Hero on LinkedIn? That's <laughs> well, a great that's business connect right there. You know? Yeah, yeah, it is. It <laughs> is. It's something that I've been working on for a while, too. But it will be dope if on my resume I can I can have a reference yeah, as a Peso Hero, a superhero saving migrant workers from the from the border, you know? Yeah, so they yeah. can call it Peso Hero on my behalf. Be a great CV, you know, great there one on go. there. No, but no, Hector. So it's been a while, right? Let's catch up a little bit. I haven't talked to you. Yeah. I've, I've I've seen you running around doing things. You were just in Louisiana doing a microcon, you said, and yeah. you were like at San Diego Comic Con about a week or two ago with Kevin Garcia, which couldn't be here with us today. But tell me, man, like what's up? You you seem busy. That's good, right? Yeah, I know it's it's been it. You know, it's you, you got to hustle, right? I mean, you got to get a hustle and and always, especially when creating content, especially with a puzzle hero, I'm always, you know, trying to be two, step, two steps ahead, right? And, you know, we recently launched uh, Chispa Comics and David Bols and I have been really busy build that foundation for uh, Latinos, for Latinx community to have a access to the direct comic book market and and that's that's our goal um well with chase by and to be very inclusive too and and very broad storytelling as well and then i'm also working with mass republic with uh you know i lucha libre awesome and you know working yeah, yeah. on different projects and development there too really i'm super excited for some of those as well plus you get to work with awesome ip which is luchadores yeah and you know and build the next texas latino comic-con that's coming up too so. texas latino comic-con it's been a while when was the when is there 
I mean, we're alluding to it, but what can you tell us, the fans out there, like me, myself, I'm very excited. I want to know, what are the plans for this year for Texas Latino Comic Con? I mean, I was part of one online. I was cool. I hosted yeah. the, I mean, yeah. arguably the best panel, just just after after party. I'm just going to say. Uh, but Party and Texas Latino Comic Con. After I was, that actually had the most hits, like views out of there that you go. That, was oh, that was good times. So you guys brought it. That was that was good times. And yeah, it was a blast, and I'm excited to know where are we with Texas Latino Comic Con 2022. What can you tell us? Yeah, so actually, um, last time we had a live event, event was uh, yeah, July 2018. So it's been 19? two years. 19. Right. And then we went virtual in 2020 and we went virtual again last year. But this year we're going back in person, God willing, uh, back in person, October 22nd, an exclusive for you, Primos, right here. Exclusive. Podcast. Yes. October 22nd, Texas Latino Comic Con returns live in person in Dallas. The, uh, and I know we'll get. Cultural Arts Center. We're going to get details, obviously, once we get closer. But I'm pumped. I'm excited. What can you share already? Some little nugget that maybe we can have as fans of this Comic-Con. You know, so we're going back to basics, man. We're, we're going back to our fundamentals. We really want to focus on Texas talent, Latino talent here mm -hmm. in our state. And... You know, going back and having some great panels and, you know, it definitely shared some great art, some great comics. And that's the key thing with Texas Latino Comic Cons. We um, focus on storytelling, on sequential art, you know, scenes. We do art as well. Um, but, you know, that's that's comic books that's been our love, our focus at Texas Latino Comic Con. You know, it's it's. Good you say that because I remember a conversation we had a few episodes ago where there was a concern about comic cons, right? Where it's no longer a comic book convention. It's more of like a fandom convention, which is not a bad thing, right? We want fandom for our stories, our artists, right? Our cultura, which I would love to fucking geek out and over something that was created by us, for us, and for everyone, right? But the comic book, right? That's why we're here. The comic book story, the creator, the effort you put into that story, being concise in a, you know, what, 40, 50 page book that you can tell a whole adventure, a whole story, like a lot of your books are, right? When you do your Peso Hero stories and we can read through them and enjoy them and you're, man, I can't wait for the next one because they're quality. It takes a lot of talent to get everything summed up, you know? And I can't stress that, we as fans, even myself, we get spoiled by, you know, long, like, oh, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to drag this thing out forever, or we get spoiled with just the fandom of it. But you forget the comic book itself was a concise story that you can follow for four issues and enjoy. So I'm happy that that's a focus. Yeah. So it's, you know, we're going back to our fundamentals for Texas Latino Comic Con, and we really want to focus on. Texas talent, our local talent, making sure that their stories are represented or heard. There's been, keep in mind, we haven't been, we haven't had a live show for two years. And that's just being, yeah, but that, you know, it sure is still going on. And, you know, those that can wear masks, masks, you know, and 
we'll do our best to have space. Um, but you know, you, you see that, you see that hunger for, to go out and, and yeah. do conventions. Right. And with this show, we're going to back almost like it was our year one. So we're going to go back to our year one and build ourselves great comic books, uh, great scenes, great art. Awesome. Cause it is true that as a comic book fan, you tend to forget that comic book conventions were about the comic books, right? You ended up falling into, well, what else can my, my uh, experience give me besides seeing my comic book, you know, hero it's, the cosplay it's uh the merch it's uh what other announcements are happening it's been because let's be honest right san diego comic-con is awesome but also puts so much pressure on local cons i feel because it's like everyone expects it to be san diego comic-con or you know whatever wizard world used to be like they expect this huge thing but it's it can be local and be dope like it can be indie it can be fun and you can shake the hand of the guy that made your favorite comic book you know and that, and that's the key thing you like you said you know be, being in the indie and not being driven by these huge corporate identities right and, and even though that you know it i mean you'll be you know we're all fanboys and like our biggest oh, yeah. conversations when we're in san diego when the marvel hall h happened and we're yeah. i mean holy dude i mean what secret wars or what namer i know like everything came out that we were excited about we're, yeah we were geeking out um and but yeah there's something about a, a more intimate show where you're able to speak to the creator of the the book right there on that table and have a conversation you know and and egos aside because you know i when i was at san diego comic-con i won't name any creators but some of the th top guys you know you can see they kind of have a head on themselves you know and, and to big-headed kind of like yeah, yeah as me <clears throat> oscar garza anyways um you know, but yeah, we won't name names. Yeah, I hear you. But yeah, so yeah, big-headed people. I'm going to say Oscar Garza out there just because I know that's the guy he is. <laughs> yeah, we saw five so, meets, you know. Yeah, five meets, like swinging around. They're big old, giant, shiny, massive <laughs> comic book cover, you know? Yeah, no, I know. I got it right here. Oh, I hate you. Right, right. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I, I set it up. up. I see it. I see it. Oh, look at that. Yeah, it's like, so wow, that's cool. No, I want one. I want one. I wanted one. I dropped so many hints too. Like, where can I buy it? Who do I have to pay? If we knew someone that was going to be out there, Kevin Garcia, you know, like just what's it going to take for me to get one? But no, you know, here I sit, a fanboy. But I'm sure I'll get my hands on something soon. Like, San Diego Comic-Con, like, I can see it, right? Like, all jokes aside, right? I get it. Like, there's people there that they're at the show. This is the biggest thing for them, right? Especially if they've been going year after year or they've been a couple years going. Why not get a little bit of a big head, right? You know, yeah, we like, you guys too. I would love that you guys were there. I love that you guys were able to have a table and show your books and, and be out there. It's dope. Yeah, it, but, yeah. It, it, and for me, I like, I... I I knew that one day I would go, and it was my first time going, but I would have never imagined being there for like Chispa as yeah. co-editor in chief and, and having a freaking place next to Marvel uh, and supporting, being there as a support for other artists, which I, 
you know, even though I did, I did have a signing at the National Cartoon Society booth for a Plus a Hero. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I, hey, I, when I'm there, you know, I, it's like I'm thinking I got to make my, my money's worth. You know, I, I got to hit, I got to hit all of them. I got to hit Chispa, Backup Chispa, Backup El Puzzle Hero, Back uh, Mass Republic too, you know, at the same time, Network, you know, and that uh, Scout Talent and also Geek Out. You <laughs> Don't know, forget that. Out. And, yeah. you know, take a whole bunch of pictures, take it all in. and We got to diversify Hector <laughs> Rodriguez, man. He's just like, you need to split up and be everywhere. But if you're not doing <laughs> that, nobody knows who you are. Like, no one knows, like, what, what's El Peso Hero? What is that? Yeah, yeah right? It, and, that's, and that comes with, it's it's one of those things about being creator-owned and in small press. You, you got to be your own cheerleader, too. It, it, even though a lot of us are introverted, too. Sure. And it takes a lot of effort to be you know out there. expressive outgoing see i'm the opposite i'm very outgoing yeah and i write but i don't show my work like see, I, I feel stuff. i'm like the opposite i'm more way yeah. more introverted and it costs me i feel really tired once i'm like especially when i do like interviews like with telemundo Univision, and you're in spanish everybody's like ah okay yeah. so you it and my wife even knows when i'm when I speak Spanish, it's like really yeah. loud and my yeah. it goes a lot faster. Yeah. You know, and yeah. We're, just, we're a passionate people, babe. Right. That's what we do. You know, like we, we need that, that. We talk with our hands. Yeah. We do all that, you know? Yeah, 100%. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that you guys were out there, right? Yeah. And it's an awesome feeling to know, like, we used to work together at GameStop. Yeah, you know, yep. we right. were just Dude, those good times. Uh, <laughs> well, were... I mean, think about the good times. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That place, for where we came from, forever yeah. ago to where it is now, I would lose my mind being a fucking manager at a GameStop right now if I had the same mentality from what is it, almost fifteen years ago? Yeah. Whatever it was, um, and. Now it's like a clubhouse and like kids walk walk in there like dress whatever they want behind the counter. It's yeah. messy. Oh, you're, you're like, it's like I'm like, oh my god, yeah. I can't you're, you're like secret shopping, right? You're like, oh gosh. Oh, like why god. like why is your poster upside down? Like, hey, this yeah. poster says it's the price is still hey, this price shows this much. I didn't care if the price goes up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you secret shop it because you were yeah, you did yeah. it for so long. Yeah. You, you get there, right? And like, oh, when was, when was the last time you guys vacuum? Like, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, know. it sucked because we were the guys behind the counter and we did our our the, our best, right? And at the time, remember GameStop. If everybody doesn't know GameStop, when it first came out, were trying their hardest to be like, like the best buy. Of video games, kind yeah, of thing. Like they, the they place, wanted you to be. Yeah. They didn't. They did. They wanted you to wear like dress shoes, collared shirts, um, yeah, like casual. a uniform, yeah. right? Yep. Now kids are walking in there in flip flops and like t shirts, running around the counter. I'm like, are you a customer or are you a yeah. manager? Yeah. Where are they? <laughs> yeah, and That's then we crazy. could we could wear jerseys only on Fridays or well, because on we had to the... we had to uh, promote Madden or yeah, some shit like that. that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh my god! But to come from that to you're at San Diego Comic Con, you're involved with all these projects. People want you; they want a piece of Hector. You know what I mean? 
that's uh, that has to be a good feeling, right? I mean, come on, like you can you can you can say it's a good feeling. Like, yeah, it feels good. Do you feel like you've? I'm gonna say you've made it, but you feel like you've at least been you've arrived. That, someone has seen you. Yeah, like, I, you know, it's like I feel. I say, oh, not not there. I'm. I, that's the thing. It's like I I don't feel it yet. You know, because I yeah I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not at a place where I for a puzzle hero. I'm not even though I've been doing it for 12 years, you know, and and then with Chispa, we're not there yet. With Masters probably we're not there yet. You know, with Tex Latino Comic Con, we're not there yet. But it's it's a thing, you know, maybe it's like a mental thing, like, you know, mm -hmm. it, you know, that those goals that you set yourself, those, you know. And that's the thing, you know, for me, as a for everything, I just kind of keep my eye on the ball on the on the game, you know. In, in, and that comes when even when writing, right? You know, it, you you're focusing on the end of the book, especially with this new story arc. Sure. Close to hero. Um, you know, I'm like, I mean, I have a two and a half year plan for it for this three part story arc. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's something huge that you've been working on, and what we're gonna segue into. You have an, a Kickstarter that's currently going on. This by this recording, we're still sitting at about 20 days or so that this Kickstarter is up and running. We're gonna have, of course, links and everything in the show notes for everybody to, to go to. But tell us about your current Kickstarter, yeah, what we can expect the supporters, and what this is going to tell us in the El Peso universe. Well, you know, when when it comes to crowdfunding, it's it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot of legwork behind it, you know, and and you. And you're really putting yourself out there because it in some a lot of creators are hesitant for either a Patreon or a Kickstarter just because you're really at your most vulnerable. You're really testing the middle of your fan base of your content, right? Yeah. And how long you've been doing it and, and so on. And you know, like I said, you know, I was going to San Diego and even though I in my gears, I'm like, I I really got I I need to get to the next story arc uh and i recently finished the omnibus which yeah this huge big boy here Ooh, look at like, the yeah earth yeah that's Ooh. 411 pages and all the the first 10 years of a puzzle here stories and it's the complete wow. story arc yeah so we're doing a reprint of this big boy uh and this kickstarter and so we recently came from doing this to I'm like oh gosh you know my 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 fan base already but you know they already have this I had it yeah and yeah. so they already already asked them for it but like I said I was going to San Diego Comic Con as it's this perfect opportunity and I'm like no I I got to do a crowdfunding while I'm there you know I got to take an opportunity for the hype you know and and that's and that's your thing about your business aspect right yeah. and that's where you and I were at GameStop as managers you're thinking you put on your business manager had um they because you were what? working you were expected don't think about it this way guys yeah. i mean if you were at a GameStop at those times you were expected to market locally mm -hmm. you were expected to go hit up yep. schools or yep. uh local malls whatever yep. to get people into your store yep. and do things and events and yep. become a hub uh -huh. yeah and hustle and hustle for the for the numbers for your use game sales and your trades and and at, at the same time Right, circle, yeah. In the same time, training, being there yeah. for supporting your your team, and 
and because your team is your backbone. I mean, especially your assistant manager. Uh, oh man, that cat did everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I Rodolfo. I'm still friends with my assistant at Rodolfo. Oh, cool. Lopez. Yeah, I remember yeah, Rodolfo. We're still, yeah, we're still good friends, and we were on. We chatted up like daily, um, on a group page. But you know, a as a chat. when you get to a supervisor role or manager role in something, and you you leave, but you feel that you've trained as much as you can. Do you think that that ties into why you're more involved in? You have your own story. You have your Kickstarter, you have El Peso Hero, you have your fans, and that's still going, right? But you also have a hand in developing newer talent that hasn't treaded where you have. I mean, does that kind of feed into that? Is that why you kind of have that, you know what? I have an eye for what we can do to make this work because that's what did, what did it for me. Is that kind of feed into each other? Well, you know, it's it comes down to our community, right? And you know, in egos aside, and you know, whatever um, niche you're in, you really have to lift everyone else up. You know, and I'm rooting for everyone. You know, I'm rooting even for those that are not rooting for me, too, for the good of the community. You know, especially with um, this upcoming, uh, I, there's going to be a huge tide with Latino projects. You know, either with movies or comic books. It's coming, man. It's coming, you know, especially you, you see it with, uh, like we were, you and I were talking about it, Soto, Soto, right? Yeah. Uh, Will Valderrama, you're going to have Neymar, you hopefully have Blue Beetle, hopefully that won't get... Um, I hope they banned. don't do that, man. Like I, I was I was literally today talking to somebody about, and they were hyped about Neymar, hyped, and they were talking about, it, we're talking about Zorro and all this stuff, and they go, yeah, you hear all the stuff going on with Flash, right, which I know yeah. nobody really wants to talk about, which I don't know why not, but DC, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah. is so focused on The Rock, right? Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love The Rock. He's entertaining. He is yeah, what it yeah. is. But like, yeah, yeah. how come there's no hype for Blue Beetle? Like, Namor, I get it. Hey, I'm down. Like, hey, I'm super yeah. pumped. Nothing for Blue Beetle. Nothing. I, I think it's, and that's the thing, right? It's like those folks that are behind the scenes, the, those, the corporate folks, uh, they don't have a post in the community. You know, and that's where we are, Chispa have, you know, we, David, myself, you know, all there's involved in our partners and mucho mas, you know, they have a deep pulse in the community. You got to be listening and you have to be humble and not have, have a big head and, and threat over here and not being able to, to see the realities because then you're like DC where you have these amazing properties but you don't have the right talent behind them, the right creative talent behind them. And so I'm like begging, like give, give somebody Constantine, give help laser to somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Like give me like DC yeah. dark, the shit yeah. that people yeah. are overlooking. Like Dude. they don't know what's going on because there's no, no hype behind it. Yeah. They're, you know, Guillermo, the, um, you Guillermo, give let him do everything. That's, like let, yeah. let's let's give him the rights. Let Kojima and him do whatever they want. Yeah, like I'm okay with that. You yeah. know, like we like Latinos have a pulse. They love horror. They love oh, action. Yeah, 100%, dude. Like there's a there's something there growing up with the macabre, right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you, you're, you, we talked about we're into Fangoria and all that stuff, yeah, right? Like we just like why wouldn't that be the something like our culture should be enveloped in it? Like mm -hmm. 
don't look at horror and death the same way that I'm no offense, but white America does. Yeah. You know, we're not offended easily by it. Right. Correct. I mean, it's a form of celebration for us. It is, man. So I'm excited with Chispa and what you guys are doing. And you're right. But doesn't it get like, I don't know. I would think if I was in your shoes, you know, I don't know if I ever be in there. But when I start when I start pulling that chain of like, whoo, this weight on the shoulders, like, do you ever get to that point where like, damn, like, am I the right dude? Well, no, like, okay, so. um. It, it, it's it, it for me. It, it's a all this. It's also a outlet too for myself, you know, because um, I'm also an educator and in and, and dealing with a lot of the the racism and discriminatory practices there are for minority minorities, yeah, even course, as yeah. educators. And I, we're talking, you know, it's just the students, but professionals too. You know, the glass ceilings that are there, and for all that, I, I get really frustrated because. They know who I am. They know what I've done, and I'm I'm bet I'm I'm you know especially when it comes to the CRT, the critical race mm. stuff, and all that. Yeah. So I I'm there in the trenches, putting up the fight, and so I get, and for me I I'm more like my struggle is there for that 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 for me that's my real struggle. Do you ever <laughs> hit Do you ever hit that wall as a teacher as an educator? Let's talk about it. The CRT stuff. You're like yeah. critical race theory. For those that don't know, I, I don't know how I would take it. I'd probably be like borderline. Like, then why the fuck am I here? You know, well, like because I would be livid. Like my situation with my child. Right, I have a 12 year old. You know, and I know that the school districts are teaching certain things and they're expected to. And I know every district's different, but yeah. if that comes up for me, I'm the one taking the responsibility, the onus to be like, no, this is what we're reading. This is what this means. This is the truth. You know, like find just educating somebody on how to get educated. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, there is. You know, and for for me is you know yeah. I, you, you teach to a high level, you teach to the standards, but you use different books, history that really resonates with the students, you know, because, you know, we're teaching, um, I, I did a book study with the Watson's Go to Birmingham that has to do with civil rights, yeah. the Birmingham bombings too. And those kids love that book. And I'm majority, all my kids are Latino. And so that those kids connect with the social injustices and the, and the stories, you know, and so they, it resonates towards them. And, and, and that's a reality. And so I use, you know, and, and I just, I just do it, you know, and it, you, you just do it. And you, you, rep, you, you have a diverse library of books and content to match their interests to, I will elevate them. So as an educator, I, that's the way. Because let's um, be real, right? Mm-hmm. Educators don't get into that business to make money. Let's be no, real. You can make not, more money doing something else. You could be. Yeah, you were trying to be a lawyer at one point, if I remember, right? Yeah, brother. Yeah, like, yes, I remember. Like, yeah. Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, if you want to make cash, you wouldn't yeah. be an educator. No, like, no, you get in this because you want to make a difference, right? Community. And that's the thing. It's like it's that's you want to make an impact. You want to have a a you want to build a legacy of change with the students, um, and you know. Yeah, it's it's yeah. No, unfortunate. It's really unfortunate that the, here in the United States they don't respect educators, teachers like they do in other countries. And I've seen that 
totally. When I'm interviewed, like in Latin America or in Europe, you know, they find out, oh, you're you're your maestro, profesor. You know, they mm-hmm. they they value educators. And they, in I was interviewed by a Japanese affiliate of Nippon TV, and oh, you know, you're you know sensei. You know, you're teacher. And so yeah, it's like there's a sense of yeah, I mean, it's like they elevate their teachers up to the point of doctors and lawyers, wow. you know, and, and here it's like, you there's politics. They're trying to take away funds and defund you. And yeah, they treat you like shit. Right? It's shitty, man, because <laughs> I had such a connection with teachers throughout my whole life that have allowed me to be expressive. That allowed me to have a voice that I didn't believe I had. Right. Right. And that's still sadly an issue that kids, especially Latino kids have to go through, you know, with, the way things are sp- hate spouted at you from one side or another. Um, and I'm glad that you're, you're doing the, the good work, man. There's plenty of you guys out there doing that. So you know, props to any teachers out there. Yeah, Shout out to you guys, you know, doing what you got to do. Hey man, any, <laughs> it's like any, anything you need to, to get, make it happen, man. You know, at least yeah. I'm hoping that the community can rally around you and validate you at least that much. But if they haven't, I'll say it. Thank you, man. Because what oh, you're doing, man. Is awesome, especially for the kiddos. But uh, I want to dig a little bit. I want to hopefully peek behind the curtain. You know, I alluded to it, but what can you share about El Peso Heroes Next Adventure? I know you're talking about the Kickstarter. I want to know a little bit more. Like, what can you share? Definitely, you know. um, And so, I this, you know, I'm really excited because with the first 10 years of El Peso Hero, we were. You know, we talked about his his family, who he really was, where he really came from. By the way, I love La Doña. Like, I love that arc too. Oh yeah, it was yeah, fucking great. Awesome. And in this one, this upcoming story, Sicario War, is uh, Logan meets. No, actually, I'll take. I'll go back. It's uh, Black Hawk Down meets the Raid. You remember the Raid? Yeah. Yeah, and so okay. it's it's action packed. It, and it is loosely based on a real event that happened in Coahuila, Mexico, uh, Mexican Federal Police, too. So okay. I, and I'm giving an exclusive because I, you know, it's, it's ongoing. So I like to give it. So sure, it's, sure. It's actually, I appreciate uh, it. I appreciate yeah. it. Guys, listen up. Remember, so that's an exclusive only in the story. Yeah. Okay. Exclusive here with my primo's podcast. No, definitely. I'm excited. So it's based on uh, three events that happened in Coahuila. Too. Uh, it was uh, 2019 November of uh, a special operations. Um, and so it, it's it's action packed, but at the same time, you know, because it's like I was I was at a panel, I was talking about this, you know, it's like, you know, I want to have fun with Puzzle Hero. And, you know, I grew up watching the Amalda brothers, you know, the Mexican brand yeah. yeah. and right? Those, all that good Those stuff. Movies. They're, a, they're a mess. Hold on. Yeah. Was, those movies are so <laughs> bad, but good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, right. oh man, like I was trying to have a co- a poster commissioned of us in the Imanda, like yeah. brother, like story. Yeah. Like, I'm those movies yeah. are a mess, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. With los, los traileros, los traileros. Los, they're yeah. so much fun. They're like, I don't know, they're just a blast, man. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that would, I don't know. Have you ever thought of El Peso Hero going? I don't know. Cause he's always a badass. I'm so he just is. He's just a badass. Like yeah. he just he just walks in and yeah, wrecks. Like a, a wandering Ronin type. Yeah, he's just a badass. But has 
is he ever gonna go into an arc where we're like like I'm not gonna say a comedy, but is he ever gonna be found in a situation that's not such like 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 the end yeah. of the world? You know, like yeah, is he yeah. ever gonna be a more lighthearted story? <laughs> uh well you know, and that's the thing with um you know, when I have my idea of uh Frontera de Terror, you know, the horror stories and yeah, cool. you know, and so that that's for me, you know, but something lighthearted. Oof, you know, I, I would give it up to the anybody fans, you know, hey, fan fiction, <laughs> take it, do it, you know, do it, do it, do a musical, a, you know, a corrido. A corrido? That'd be awesome. That'd be funny. It'd be awesome to make a corrido and then make a music video along with it. Yeah. That'd be good, man. That'd be interesting. Guys out there, anybody that has some free time and some dope cowboy boots, there, there, there you, go. you go. Hector says it's okay. Make it happen, guys. Do it, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it's cool. I mean, I mean, I, I follow the story. I dig it. I'm all about it. Peso Hero. I like him. Uh, I, I want to see where this goes. I'm hoping yeah, that the, it, the, the character it, kind of just. Good, man. And, and so we have Sicario War. Then we're going to go for our second book, uh, Rise of Mexico City. So just no spoilers, but. Okay. The, it, it takes place in Mexico City, too. Okay. And the third book. I'm not gonna say, there's but there's the something title. there. The title. I'm not. I can't say the title because that's. There's too- something there. There's something yeah, there for you. So there's big. plenty. Yeah. There's plenty of story. There's plenty. Yeah. So you have. Let me ask you this question: Are you like the cat from One Piece, where I'm gonna be reading this for like 10, 10 more years, and then you'll finally say, "I finally written the end." Is there an end <laughs> to El Peso Hero? Or is that uh, just up in the air? Yeah, that's a, that's a spoiler territory. Oh damn, man! That really? Is, también? Okay, 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 okay. Don't give me that. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good, Nemo. It's all good. I'm just curious. I'm being a fan, right? If yeah, I got dude, the guy yeah. here. I mean, it's keep in mind that you always write with an end of end in mind, and so. Do you think that that is the case? That most or you should write with an end in mind. It depending on the character, right? Hmm. And so it, interesting. It's so characters. I'll give you an example, right? So I write a story or two, and I I I tend to get lost in the minutia of it all. Yeah. To where I'm not, I don't see an end in sight, and I'm looking at like three thousand words later, like, hmm, yeah. There needs to be an ending yeah. because now I'm lost. Yeah. You know, so it's like if I don't have that ending point, you're never gonna find it. You're never gonna. Is, does the work suffer because there is no end point? Right, so there are like a lot of shows, right, that kept on going and going. And uh, what would be one? Um, lost, maybe. <laughs> Literally got lost. lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was so good. And then there were some really awesome episodes because we were talking about. Okay, uh, have you have you seen the Resident Evil series on Netflix? the one on Netflix? No, I haven't seen it yet. All right, I, I won't say anything. But uh, did you watch Prey, the Predator? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was solid, man. I loved it. I thought it was dude. great. I saw it three times already because nice. my my kid loves Predator, and so my my kid loves the Xenomorphs, right? Yeah. He loves Alien, yeah, and he loves Aliens, mm-hmm. you know. And we got into the whole you know Predator one, Predator two. Yeah. He loves all about it. So we watched Prey, and he's like, "Okay, dude, it was." I'm in. I'm in. I'm into this. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, the Comanche tribe, right? Yeah. It was a Comanche uh-huh. tribe. Correct. Uh, a female lead. That was right. a badass from start to finish. Yeah. I dug and, this movie. Did you ever see Predator Two? Yeah, I hated yeah. it. 
You hate it, but there's actually remember the scene with the uh the the hand the pistol? That's the same pistol in prey. Oh, it is? It is, dude. Wow, I didn't think that. It is. That's how the the pistol that's how they're tying it together. In. Yeah. Interesting. But I did like the look of this predator too. He was a very right. tribal looking predator. Yeah, I figured that it was kind of an energy lap, well, a uh, technology lapse too, because this is like, you know, seventeen hundreds, and yeah. you take the the you know the tech in the eighties with the predator go yeah. back a couple hundred years, and their tech is also a little bit further back, not too far. Yeah, yeah. I dug it. I mean, I thought the 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 point is like the lead. I think her friend was Ika. I forget her name. Uh, Ikara. Under, um, let me see. If you can look it up, since you. The have it right there, but I'll, I'll I'll wax on for you. Yeah. I dug it because from the beginning of this thing to the end of it, and she even acknowledges it. Like, why did you have to do this? Because you guys said I couldn't. You know, like yeah. why do you want to hunt? Because you guys said I can't. You know, she never stopped, and uh, I Amber, dug it. Amber Mid Thunder. That's a bad Amber Mid Thunder. Yeah, nice. I dug it, man. Brother, I love the character too. He was such a good, like, strong figure. You know, he wasn't an asshole. Yeah. He was still a big brother, you know, trying to protect the sister in a sense, but he didn't also do like like step on her. He was more cautious than anything else. It, it and I love how the fierce bravery was displayed with the Comanches. And this is spoiler territory, guys. I mean, oh yeah, we'll, yeah. Me. we'll label it spoiler, yeah. don't worry. <laughs> it's all spoiler it, for prey. Yeah, just the it's free if you have Hulu Bears. or Disney. Go watch yeah. it. Um, the Comanche. I was like, like, I was like, wow. I love how like, I just love the fact that they were able to just show this culture for what for a little piece of it, right? A little mm -hmm. piece of it for what they were able to do. The whole celebration of the war chief, you know, and yeah. uh, the the test they would you're ready to take on a uh, hunt something that that can hunt you. Yeah, and that's the passage of some type of. Uh, Ritual. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Right I, don't I loved it, man. Yeah. So into it. Dug it like crazy. I wish. I hope that this spawns something from it. My wife was like, "I thought it was a series. I was ready for the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> give me more. It's so good." It. It. Um, I used to read a lot of Predator comics, and for me, it really played out like a old Dark Horse comic book. You know, in what world? Because everybody's buying everything, and Disney will eventually own the majority of stuff. <laughs> I'm, I, I want a Predator slash Ninja Turtles crossover, crossover. Okay. but like a, a like the Dark Turtles, the ones like the the, the Ronin going on right now, like that with yeah. like this dark story, like that they are just either he's hunting them down for some oh. reason, uh, you know, or or he's becoming a threat where the turtles come in and have to like stop him, you know. Like, yeah. I would love to see that back and forth because the predator has always been not always in the aliens versus predator movies, he's more of the hero or anti hero, right? Yeah, yeah, but I would want someone to explore, like, okay, they're training, they're hunting, that's the whole motif. Yeah, maybe cool. there's more to it. Yeah. The predator people or predators race has always been like just. They kill shit, they get trophies, and they leave. Yeah. Like, I want more. Yeah. So, I how got more a, out of the xenomorphs. Yeah. You know? So, an actual uh, Aliens versus Predator movie set out in space with space marines being caught in yeah. the 
an actual one because we saw, we saw what um there's supposed to be another alien movie being made, right? Uh, from what I've heard, but I've, I've heard yeah. uh, because we saw was it Prometheus, and then it was there were two Prometheus movies, right? It was Prometheus and, and some alien, alien covenant. Covenant, was covenant, yeah, covenant. covenant, yeah. So there's supposed to be another one, but I don't know. I think the world's freaking out about um the next Avatar movie. So well, I guess when that happens, who knows? <laughs> who knows? But yeah, yeah. I saw Prey. Prey was dope. Yeah. I dug it. So if yeah. you haven't watched it, guys, go watch it. Great movie. A lot of fun. Definitely, definitely, definitely worth watching. Even if you're not a Predator fan. But it's really, really good. I dug it. Yeah, I do. I highly recommend it. For sure. No, man, it's a trip because, you know, we talk about, you know, Peso Hero. We talk about going out with Chispa. You know, what can you talk about that's coming out here beyond that? I know Mashbone and Grifty right now is a focus yep. for you guys. Um, you know, their book, if you haven't checked them out, at Five Meets, check out their work. It's really, really good, really fun. They're always on here. They're friends of the show. But what can you share that's uh, maybe upcoming or something that we can look out for? Like, you yeah, know, hey, what is, what's coming down the line? 100%, you know, in, in our journey with Chispa, um, it, it, it was a mutual journey between Dave and myself with our partners with Mucho Mas and Mucho Mas was working with our properties. Mucho Mas has been working with Puzzle Hero too. And Mucho Mas has been working with David with his uh, properties too. And so that's how David and I came together. Um, but it, it's going to be very important. It, it's like, so there's one thing, one note that I really talked about, like to talk about is the fact that um, when there's a lot of eyes on Chispa, a lot of stakeholders, right? And so this is almost like, I don't want to say an experiment, but it, it's, it's something that we've been developing that really needs to hit a lot of people need to go out and there's there's going to need to be a lot of um the voices are are you know a lot of amplification of uh, so is there a lot of like let's wait and see from other no. people maybe or is there or is, are they all in like what, no, what do you say i mean they're all in 100 percent. but it's it, you know learning the mechanics of comic book publishing they those comics you gotta hit right i hear you yeah it's you a business hit. right yeah and if it doesn't hit then it hurts yeah the it, line it hurts People. the line it hurts the future creatives that are involved too the opportunity so i know and that's the thing it's like i we want to provide opportunities for everyone you know for upcoming writers for new and old you know veterans new writers uh, artists as well we want to be a conduit, but in order to be that, we have to make sure that everybody picks up the books. And so starting with Mashbone and Grifty coming out December, January at, at comic book stores. And so we're going to have to amplify Go that. Go buy it, Demos. We need buy to buy it. it. Go Demos, buy you know? it. And that, and that comes down to, you know, also supporting each other in community, you know, you know, listening to my Primos podcast, you know, subs you know, liking, subscribing to it. You know, hundred percent because this is this this is us. It's just us. Yeah. And so, other communities have are very organized. You know, and I don't like to put focus on other books that you know in the multi million dollar range and crowdfunding. If 
just do your research. You know, Walter, I'll give you an example. Walter one Great. time mentioned, yeah. okay, maybe we'll use his example. Yeah. He said that when it was somebody, let's say with a political affiliation, right. writes something, it's not successful because of the following they have. It's because of their group affiliation has pre-bought this book just because on the fundamentals that they believe that it will help them in some way to deliver their message, be it a uh, profit somehow. Walter mentioned this on a previous, I'm trying to be very vague about it because yeah. I don't remember the details to be fair yeah. to him, but it was something along the lines of, even though this person is very, it's a celebrity, right. they write a book, but it did not, it was not considered a success because this group that they affiliated with didn't pre-buy or buy this book for all their followers, etc. So that group, because they didn't purchase it or support it, they considered that book a flop and it didn't wasn't successful anymore. So in this scenario, to make it more of a positive thing, yeah, yeah. If we're wanting more of our stories told, right? If we're whining and complaining about we don't get shots, this is the shot. This is yep. the one of the shots. There's probably other. There's, I don't know, but there's probably other creators doing something similar, right? right? But it's kind of hand in hand. If they were doing enough or if we bought enough of their books, we would know more about them. And I think that's where we need to put our money where their mouth is. Let's go spend the money on these books. Let's go go to the comic book shops and ask, you know, like pre-orders, Kickstarters, all these things, you know, that helps people understand there's a want and a need. The aforementioned Blue Beetle conversation, like right. half the people listening to this show may not even know who that is. Right. You know, but if we talk about it, we bring yep. it up yep. and we support Mashbone and Grifty and Chispa and, you know, anything coming up by the label with Scout and Chispa, like if we start talking, you know, buying, that's going to let somebody else come along that's coming up and coming and says, hey, Hector, I have a book idea. Here it yep. is. Yep. potentially grow right yeah 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 it, it creates that uh there they know that there's a need and so there's opportunities and so and that's with you know that's why crowdfunding in our communities either you know it being with opposed hero or others in our community um and then with chispa um you know because we have, have we have Ashbone, and afterwards we have uh katrina's caravan which is a, an amazing horror anthology I saw with. that post. Yeah, it's and, a majority uh, you, Latina creators too. And I'm so, excited because I love horror, I love thrillers, yeah. especially with the Latin voice. I would love to hear it. And I kind of oh. I, I dabble in that in my in that my writing and that that sect. Yeah. So I'm excited nice. to see what that's about. Nice. I'm yeah. Really excited. Hey, do you remember, uh Freddie, do you remember, remember that movie? Um Tales from the Hood? Yeah, of course. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and, and I'm like, this is our Tales of the Hood and and I the, love Tales from the Hood. That image is yeah. still in my head of the about the claymation yeah. when they make those people into puppets, the gangbangers yeah. into puppets. Yeah, that's still embedded in my brain. So that's yeah. kind of what we're looking at because I've always yeah. wanted yeah. and I have this because I'll be public about it. Like I have this idea for my own like Twilight Zone-ish, Latino, yeah. Mesoamerican, Twilight yeah. Zone kind of idea. And that's what I would love to see happen because right. that is, there is room for that. You know? Oh yeah, 100%. So, like I would love to see something like that, like a Latinx files. You yeah. know, <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. like there you go, right? Like, yeah. Why Freddy's not? Idea. So we'll talk. Copyrighted. About it. It's copyrighted, recorded. Right? It's here, right? You do it. I get. I get a 
chunk of change for it. <laughs> but maybe, Hector, do you think? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't want to say it, but I may have to say it. Like, yeah. Los Latinos, estamos desorganizados? Or what is it? Like, are we just not willing to, like, well, give Hector props? I mean, what well, is it? Well, you know, we're, we're a spectrum, right? I mean, you have, even within our world, right? You have, I mean, I mean let's just lay it out. Yeah. In, uh, in conventions, right? You have, okay. uh, you know, Latino Comics Expo, Texas Latino Comic Con. You have, also have um, Mex American in Austin. Yeah. And then you have, in the East Coast, you have Nortino, right? And so, and then you have the indigenous expo in i think new mexico i believe you know and there are there are pretty much you know so yeah I, I just go and there's only very few but we do we're such a spectrum right and and also they're different from each other tonight to an extent With deservedly right? so right so yeah a long time ago we talked about the fact that there's a fear of assimilation right mm -hmm. you don't want to be lumped into one group either you don't want to say Oh, this is all the Latinos or all Latinx. Boom, that's it. Yeah. But hold on. There's, like you said, the spectrum in there. There's plenty. There's Mexicanos, you know, people from plenty, South yeah. America. There's people from Salvador, Nicaragua, Central America, other parts of the world that primos, you know, like that mm -hmm. have different stories, different dialects, you know, different speech, different everything. So, like, we're not one thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, so it, I mean, it, and it's, it's part of our strength, but also you can say even part of our disadvantage because we're we're different voices, all trying to say different things, wanting different things. And now, uh, even in a, in the creative world, you know, you look at La Boricana, like Edgardo yeah. Rodriguez. He's been he's been fighting for Puerto Ricanos. He, I mean, that's a struggle, and he's been doing a lot, especially for uh, in Puerto Rico. And so you have him doing that, and then something completely out so with a puzzle hero with you know immigration and civil liberties there and detention facilities and bringing light into some of those worlds and you have you know in the west coast you know you have sonambulo you have el muerto right and uh and, and do you so, feel that there's too much <clears throat> do you feel that there's too much of a separation within the old and i say this old conditionings i would say that we kind of all grew up with before our time if you will because there was a time where it was everyone was against each other you know yeah. it was it was lines in the sand were drawn you know of mexicano salvadoreño yeah. oh you know but there's beef maybe, right but because we're so busy trying to claw ourselves to the top that we're willing to step on each other yeah you know and, and that's something that needs to we need to we need that be left in the past you know that needs to be washed away washed away even in, within our own scene within our own community you know um because i i'm open you know when i'm doing text latino comic con i put my my organizer hat my my organ my director hat on and yeah. looking for regardless of what i feel you know about i have to look what's best for the community what works you know, regardless of what interactions I've had with a specific creator, you know, sure, you know, offensive of, you know, hey, it if they offended me, something they said, you know, as creator of a puzzle hero, I have to put that aside. It's bigger than you, and it's bigger is what than it me, is. right? And mm -hmm. so I have to look for the what's for the community. You know, they need to 
see the, this creation, you know, and put that on and put my ego away. Uh, but you know, some, some folks are, you know, they, they're still tied to that old mentality, man. It's easy to blame people for not making it right. Like yeah. it's easy to say, I've been doing this for 10 years. I don't have the attention that X person has. It's yeah. because he's this. Yeah. It's easy to blame because of something, but you don't know their struggle. You know what they had to go yeah. through. And I think that if we just were to recognize that we are primos in this, right? So always been our thing. Yeah. We're all primos on this. We're all family. Yeah. You know, no matter what part of Latin America you're in, you're in we're primos here. There's just a connection. There's a, there's a link in this, in this chain that is Latino America. Right. Yeah. And we need to just unify. Yeah. There's room for everybody. There is. There's room for everybody. Because you know, there's a lot of greater powers that have been trying to divide us, and they still do, uh, into their own different pockets. And, you know, like like you said, we need to be unified in our our spending power, too, um, making sure That's that right. we're investing in our movies, we're investing in our stories, and investing in our, in our shows, investing what we're listening to as well. Everything, man. All the content that Latino creators are, are 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 part of, you know, behind the scenes, in front of the camera, in front of the mic. There's so much Latino power moving the the yep. in entertainment industry, right? It's crazy. Like I saw something that what John Leguizamo was, I guess, was was, was mentioning about the whole the Franco. was it? It's yeah, James Franco, Franco is gonna yeah. be Castro. Is he trolling? What do you think? Is he, like, is this a comedy thing, or is he like? I think, yeah. I think he's trying to be. I think he's I think he's trying to do it. I think, like, I think is it's this legit. like a serious thing. Like, is he not like a, you know, the 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 interview or whatever, you know, like? Yeah, the. the I I think if if it was a hundred percent true, I uh, wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, how's that? Like, right. I'd be like, well, fuck, I guess. Here we are. It yeah. feels like it's tone deaf. Yeah. It's like really this is the cat you would use. The guy has been in trouble with a lot of like yeah. um, situations. <laughs> but you know, and it was, it almost seems like that alone is we're talking about it. You know, it's almost like they knew, oh well, if we put James Franco, everybody's gonna come, you know, it was bringing more attention. And then yeah, it's like yeah. it's that press thing, right? And it's like they they're doing this on purpose because they knew it was it was gonna get a rise out of everybody. Or just guess, thinking man. that you know, you're right. It, I mean, I wouldn't pass it by him. I mean, right? why not? There's no it, reason not to it, try to like oh get us mad and and you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're I, right. I think I, you could yeah, be right. I, I I would have a I, I definitely would have an issue if this was like a you know supposed to be a serious drama of the life of a controversial Latino leader. You know, sure. Um, if but. Seeing James, you seeing the previous roles of James Franco, you know, it's like, dude, is trolling people. Yeah, to get like he's. Or, but that, what if he's tried to do serious stuff? He's tried to, to. I don't know what this is. When yeah, I saw that yeah. post, I was like, I don't know. Like, yeah, you're like, is this real? Like, I guess he kind of looks like him in a way. That if we squint with one eye and look away with the other one, uh, like he kind of looks like Castro. He's like Iberian. I'm like, all right, dude, you're stretching. Okay, yeah, I, I see it, but you're stretching it. He's, you know, and it's like you, you still have higher, dude. You can easily get if this was a serious film, right? Uh, 
but uh, <laughs> I think it's it's crazy because then the conversations come up. We had it with Terry Blas a while back where he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Terry. Yeah. Like, who's allowed to tell these stories, right? Who's allowed to play these people? Like, are we, and Kevin says it all the time, he doesn't like to be a gatekeeper to information. But yeah. when the information is being filtered through this, this, let's just say if it is what we think it is, this whitewashed image, yeah, it, it's like, it's not a real story, right? It's no longer genuine. It's pandering. Mm -hmm. They just want the Latino dollar. Yeah, yeah. So it's some shit. So when we do things like, we support the indie films or the films that are Latino led, you know, that are those roles that we want seen by the correct, I would say the appropriate actor, right? I don't know if they're going to kill it, but it's appropriate, you know, and it's hard because what if, even if you got a Latino, Latino actor to play that role, would he do any justice? Would he be better than a white actor? I don't know, but you got to give the guy a shot, right? Right. Yeah. Like it is. It's entertainment sense, man sense it, is, sense it, is. it is it is it is <laughs> i know man comic books <clears throat> i think are still a great medium where you can get stuff through that you can't get anywhere else you know and that's why i i vibe with comic books i love with especially indie books you can slide stuff in there and even if you self-publish you know, you're telling a story, someone's reading it and it's getting wow that's a great idea great story that isn't filtered that's unfiltered that's why the indie books still hit home, man. Like I love the indie, the indie yeah, books. Uh, you want to get something really organic, something raw, something innovative. Yeah, go to your your small convention and pick out a. I was at the at, I was at when I was in Louisiana. Yeah. African American comic book creators, man. I just went at it and just start picking up books is how much some of the you know they have this superhero that's based in louisiana this this dude totally owning it um so i picked yeah because like you said man we got to support each other you know yeah even the african-american community like they're 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 in the same struggle we're into you know and like the fact that wakanda forever right brought in namor like people are giving them that the, the community hey thank you Black community, you know, I saw I think some something you think you reposted. Yeah, yeah I said I thank you. Like you you pulled us in with you. You know, yeah. like that's how it should be. Like that like that is a great feeling if that was if that if that's the intent, right? You know, you can be pessimistic, but I took it as a very positive thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, great. We're we're helping each other up. Let's let's raise rise each other up. And that needs to happen within our own community, expanding to the African American community, the you know, Asian communities, uh, any other communities that have been undermined, you know, because it happens. How many stories have been stepped on or ignored or, yeah. or whitewashed? You know, we need to just raise each other up. I'm all for it. Yeah, people come up. Yeah. We're going to turn the bass up on this one. Check it.
else we want to cover before we end our conversation tonight? Anything that Famos can, can be excited about? Anything we can do to keep helping you, the community? What can you share? Yeah, so please uh, check out the El Puzzle Hero Kickstarter. Uh, as of this recording, we're 20 days away to finishing it. We're close to five. $600 away from our last stretch goal, which will you'll be able to get not just one, but two new Puzzle Hero stories with Sicario War, as well as, as well as a digital version of Rise of Mexico City coming out uh, uh, 2023. But also um, the comics coming out December and January, as well as Katrina's Caravan following that up. Also, again, uh, Texas Latino Comic Con is coming back live October 22nd at the Latino Culture Arts Center. 11. So, and there's going to be a lot of great surprises coming out for that. I'm excited. Primos, please be excited. Uh, so keep an eye on, of course, all the social medias at My Primos Podcast, at El Peso Hero, and of course, at Texas Latino Comic Con. You'll see that everywhere. And of course, go help out the Kickstarter. You know, the more we support this, the more it'll help indie creators, anybody coming up and get their stories told. Let's apoyar, primos. Let's apoyar. There's no reason, you know, instead of buying that Starbucks, go ahead and donate it over here. Go get that copy of Mashbone and Grifty when it comes out this fall. Is winter? It says December, yeah, January, December, right? January, yeah. December, January. And is that something that will be available only there? Can we buy it from the, the Scout website? Do you know? Yeah, so it's going to be uh, Scott website as well as your local comic book store. So please pre-order too. Go to your store. Ask you got to ask for it. Call them up. Just call them up and ask for. She's if they already pre-order them, so they need to know about a month before it comes out. Cool. So hey, start calling your comic your local shops to in your pools for you. Just ask. Hey, are you guys going to carry Mashbone and Grifty through Chispa? And that way we can help the primos out. I know they'll appreciate it. And like I said, guys, let's apoyarnos. Let's go out there, help the community move forward. And Hector, I'm going to put you on the spot, man. What's it going to take for me to get David on here? I've never interacted <laughs> with David. The man seems oh, intimidating to no, me. No, no, he's, he's good, folks. He, he's Rasa. He, he gets it. Yeah. Oh, he's dope. I follow him on yeah. Twitter. Like, he's, he was involved yeah. with, you know, going to New York and talking shit to those publishers. Yeah. Uh, like, he, all about that, man. Uh, like, I was so pumped, man. Like, yeah. I love. I haven't even have some of his books. My kid reads some of his um his kids books, like at the little novels. Yeah. That um, great. So yeah, like I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna put you to the spot, man. Here yeah, to dude, see if you can wrangle up, David and bring up. up for me. Yeah. Cool, man. Perfect. Well, primos, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Just remember, this show is free. All it costs you is a like, a share. Just make sure you let everybody know we're here week to week, bringing you your fandom, your geekdom, and of course, primos, take care of each other. Adios. Adios.